If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Broadcasting from an undisclosed location, from a secret hunting spot known only to him, and the guy who told him about it, and possibly the guy who told the guy who told him. It's a show all about hunting in New Zealand and around the globe. This is The Hunting Show. Find The Hunting Show on Facebook and Twitter for up-to-date information on upcoming shows and topics. That's right. This is another episode of The Hunting Show. I'm your host, Stephen Spargo. Now, this weekend coming. If you're listening to this in archive, you may be too late. This weekend coming, we've got the 2016 Seeker Show right here in Topo. Opens 9am, goes each day till 4pm. That's Saturday and Sunday at the Great Lakes Centre. Now, those of you that have been to the Seeker Show before, used to be at the Event Centre, great venue, but the show has outgrown it. And now it will be at the Great Lakes Centre. That's right in the CBD in Topo. The crazy thing, I was talking to someone the other day, and they seem to think, wow, I don't need to go to the Seeker Show, I see all these products in store. Not true. There's a whole lot of stuff that you only will see right at the show, that suppliers bring special offers, there's great deals, but there's also some events on while they're there. 10am on Saturday, there's a rod and rifle duck calling competition qualifying rounds, 12.30, there's the same thing. That's the semi-final. 1.30 is the final. And at 2.30, they got Davey Hughes there with Moose. Well worth checking out. Sunday, NZ Guns and Hunting Magazine Deer Roaring Competition. And then we've got at 2 o'clock, Davey Hughes with Moose again. And 3 o'clock on Sunday. Fabulous. The prize giving as well. Definitely well worth checking out. If you're in the North Island, get in your car head down for Saturday or Sunday. And, uh, I mean, the Seeker Show is absolutely huge. It's the largest outdoor trade show of its kind in New Zealand. And someone said to me the other day, it may be the largest of its kind in the Southern Hemisphere. I haven't got that confirmed. Um, Mark is going to kill me if I'm wrong. But, look, the thing is huge. More than 5,000 hunters visit the show each year. Taxidermists, the latest innovations in hunting and outdoor-related products and services. It's always a great weekend. I'm going to be there on Sunday. If you see me, hit me up. Tell me you listen to the show. One of those great exhibitors that you're going to have the opportunity to see this weekend at the show is Lower. And Lower's one of our favorite sponsors. In fact, I love kicking around in their boots. And I'm joined by telephone with Cam from Lower. How are you, mate? Good, thanks, mate. Yourself? Oh, kicking along. And it's going to be an awesome show this weekend. Busy. I know these trade shows are always busy, but certainly one I'm sure you look forward to, eh? Yeah, it's good, mate. We've had um, we've always had a good show um, down at the Seeker, and uh, the last couple of shows have just been growing and growing. You know, last year we were uh, bank to bank with people on the Saturday. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was pretty quiet on the Sunday morning, there was a, but we managed to t- tap into the All Blacks game. 
<laughs> watched that till about nine thirty ten, and then the and then everyone showed up as well. So you know, it's a, it's a great show. There's um, a lot of good support from a lot of good brands and a lot of great people walking around. So yeah. Now, what we're going to discuss today is what to look for in a boot. Well, so much, not so much that, but how do you know a, bit, a boot fits correctly? But before we do that, Cam, Lower's got this fantastic new casual range, haven't they? Yes, yep. We've just um, launched that this year. So um, that the brand is obviously pretty dominant um, around the world, and they, they see that their next uh, category to grow is um, sort of the travel lifestyle range. So, yeah. And look, you can't wear hunting boots when you're going out for dinner, but you like the brand. This gives you a nice chance to sort of have something a little bit more casual, smart, right? Exactly, and, and it's a good, it's a great travel shirt. If you're heading up seas, and you know you're going to get into the bush over there and do some hunting, or likewise in New Zealand, um, good shoe to wear. You know, jump on the plane, head on over, yep. get to where you're about to kick off, put your boots on, and head into the bush, or like you said. <laughs> Get home after a after a day's hunting in New Zealand, and you've got a uh, dinner with the missus or a few beers at the pub to watch the All Blacks. Yeah, you, you slip your uh, travel shoes on. Absolutely. Now, look, we've all been in this position. We've headed into a retail store, and we're trying on boots. And it seems like every time you go to try them on, the the guy or the girl that's that's going through them with you has a slightly different opinion. And then you get them out into the hills, and sometimes they don't fit right, or you get lucky, and they really do. I really wanted to touch base with you and talk about people need to go and armed with knowledge. What are they looking for? How do, how do you know a boot fits absolutely correctly? Well, I guess the first thing is, is you need to re- figure out what kind of application you're using the boots for, you know. So are you a complete stalker or <laughs> dodgy, doesn't it? Hey, whoa. Um, Oh yeah, that does sound good. <laughs> you know, are you in the lowlands stalking deer, or are you are up in the North Island, or do you, do you spend a lot of time in the South Island and the Alps? Um, and these kind of questions, the guys in the stores should be asking you. That's obviously not the first one because um, you might just be a little bit upset about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit of a stalker, and I want some boots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You might need some runners or something like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> some low, lower casual shoes, maybe. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> um, that would be the first thing for me, you know. Um, and then the guys can decide, you know, what what boots is, are the right boots for you. And I mean, you can do some you can do some research online yourself. Um, it's the different flexes mm-hmm. um, in the boots, and, and to see you know what's going to work for you. And then obviously it kind of goes from there. <laughs> yeah. Just before you go forward, though, with regards to the flexes. Some people have personal preference. I know I even when I'm in the tops, I don't like anything with, with a super super stiff sole. Yeah, and and you're right. It, it is people's personal preference. You know, like I've I've chatted to guys that you know like a Z8, which is a which is a softer flex boot, and they can take it pretty much anywhere, especially in the North Island. Yeah. Um, but then I've had other guys that. Want something stiffer and, and have tried that boot, and, and it's not for them. You know, it's the Ranger, and, and uh, they're happy as they're happy as Larry. Mm. So, um, I guess that's something to, to look at when you've got the boots on, when you're in store, walk around. You know, the guys want to make sure that they're getting you to walk around, getting you got some stairs, checking that flex, lunging forward, all that sort of stuff, and just give you a bit of an idea, mm. um, which can help. But but there is a sort of rule of thumb, isn't it? If you're sort of alpine, you're wanting to go to a, a full shank boot. If you're 
low level stalking boot um you're kind of wanting something a bit more flexible is that kind of rule of thumb stuff yeah definitely yeah, it is it's rule of thumb it's, it's that in it's that in between stuff where it turns into personal preference you know like if it was me and i was in the store and someone said look i'm going to go and hunt um elk or wapiti down in the field in the field and i wouldn't be showing them a z8 i'd be heading straight to it to be saying look this is a bit for you you know um but yeah i mean it is the fit it's uh there's a few different things that, that go along with that as well okay so first of all i've there's always this debate about how much room you need in front of your toes. Where do you... My, well, yeah, look, there's a few different things that you can do. Some people will get you to um, to undo all the laces, and they'll get you to stand up, and you can kick your foot right to the front of the boot where your where your toes are touching the end. If you can fit, if you can fit your um, the the fitter, I guess is the best word. Yeah. Can fit their forefinger in the back and it's touching it, touching the heel and touching the, the back of the boot. Then that's that's enough, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I generally tend to do, like we go, we go and fit the army four times a year with their big intake. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have an army, unlike the Aussies like to uh, laugh at us about. <laughs> yeah. um, and I'll typically get the guys to put the boots on, kick their heel right into the back of the, of the boot, you know, centre their tongues, make sure those bellows are nice and, and asymmetrical, do the boots right up for them, get them to walk around, um, see how the width is feeling. But the other the other test is with that room in the front is to get them to tap their toes mm-hmm. on the ground. Obviously, don't give it a damn butt, damn cow to boot. Um, <laughs> but, and check to see if that toe is touching the front. Mm. And good people should ask you that: Is it touched the front or not? You'll either know, or if you're looking up at the sky, it hasn't, it hasn't touched the front. Okay. You know? Now, width is another thing. You get guys with just ginormously wide feet. Um, should yeah. it be should it be snug around the sides? Should there be a bit of wiggle room? Um, you know, I for example, my feet seem to fit in the old Z8s perfectly, um, but I've got yeah. relatively narrow feet. Um, I mean, do they bulge? What, what what's the story with the width? Well, I guess the rule of thumb typically is that when you're standing, you should your your toes should be what's it, natural, displaced, like they should be sitting natural, you know. And if that and if that feels natural, then that's a good start. Um, if it's pinching on the sides, then they'll typically be um, too tight. Right. Um, but if there's a if there's a little if there's a little bit there, typically the boots will get. You know, most of our boots come in wide, um, so they they tend to fit everyone anyway, um, as well as the Z8. Um, right. And if anyone is a boot fitter and they're fitting the boot and it's uh, a little bit tight, you can always go up half a size, and that will give anyone that extra width to kind of to make them comfortable. Hmm. You talk yeah. talking about half sizes very quickly. What if? And I'm lucky enough not to be in this position. But what if my feet are way different sizes? Because <laughs> you get guys that literally yeah. want to buy two pairs of boots to get one eight and one nine. Is there another solution? Yeah. So we offer up stores um, basically what um, ski boot fitters do. They have a thing called a shim, which is a hard inner sole, uh, about one to two mil thick, around about there. And so if you've got one foot bigger than the other. You always want to, you know, you always want to be fitting to that bigger foot. Um, what you might find is that one foot fits one foot, foot perfectly, and the other, the other, 
the other foot flopping around in the boot. And right. so what you can do is take out the inner sole, put a shim in, drop that inner sole back in. And what that does is basically by raising the foot up, it takes away that volume out of the boot and it also takes away a little bit of that length. Um, so it's something to keep in mind, I guess, if you're in store and you remember hearing this um, and, you know, check to the guys and see if they've got them. If you if you if you're bouncing between two different sizes, one's too small and one's too big, yep. always go for the bigger size and then look to fill those out with shims. Yeah, and I suppose you can do the same if your feet are wider than they are long. You can go to a slightly bigger size and then shim your feet up within the boot. Would that yes. work? Mm. Yeah, that works as well. Yeah. And the beauty of us bringing in wider, wider, um, wider fitting boots is that you can always make a wide boot narrow. You can't go the other way. You can't make a narrow boot wide. So that's kind of that's the reason why we bring in the one the one width into the country. Okay. Now, there's something that's often forgotten, and this sounds like a bloody infomercial, but something that's really often forgotten is socks, eh? Yes. Now, you guys have matching socks that goes with your boots. Everyone seems to come in with the same heavy wool socks and wonder why they get blisters. And nothing wrong with those heavy wool socks that you've worn in your, in your red bands, but there, are, there is a better option, isn't there? Yeah, so um, you're right. That sounds nice. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so we also distribute um, solo socks. I don't know if you guys have seen the Hunters Club or watched the Hunters Club. Sorry, um, we sponsor those guys with both lower and solos. So solos are, are a great sock. To be honest, I had my blinkers on before I started working with these guys. Um, and uh, when I first put a pair on, it was bloody life-changing. Um, so they're fully padded, protected um, socks. So when you're out in the bush walking around, you know, your boots are looking after your, after your feet from the outside, but... But nothing's really looking after your your foot inside the boot. And when you're hiking up those hills, your feet are feverishly working away, but they're actually moving back and forth inside that boot. And so there's nothing there to protect you um, from from your foot to the boot. And that's basically what where you get your blisters from. So these solos are awesome. They're, they're padded right through the heel, right up to the top of where the boot is. Comes right up over the top of the toe, um, and it's a good. It's a, it's a great sock to have a crack at. Hmm. Yeah. I'm going to tell you a story about Thorlos, and this is one I didn't prepare you for off air. I am in search and rescue, and some of those people out there that know me know that I'm involved in USAR, but we also get involved with some of the Landsar searches. And unfortunately, when I'm in that role, I have to wear issue boots. Um, they're rated and all sorts yeah. of things. Um, and yeah. I was out looking for a man uh, probably about a month ago. And... Mm. Uh, uh, it's, a, it's another story about what happened. But anyway, about probably nine hours into the search, because of what had happened, I'd been called away from work and just chucked my boots over my normal sort of, what would you call them, street socks, you know? Yeah. About nine hours in, my feet were absolutely killing me. And I actually made a phone call home and said, can you bring me out my Thorlo socks? Um, <laughs> because I was dying on the inside, bought them out, and I can say that it was dramatic change, and, and this wasn't solicited. It went from being having feet that were absolutely killing me to, um, unfortunately, I'd let them get quite bad, to a bearable kind of position to be in, um, and, uh, and it really kind of that life-changing moment. Yes, I can get another few hours, and I can put that effort in to help hopefully find this man and save his life, and um, the old Thorlo socks came through, Cam. Mate, it's good to hear. Good to hear. Yeah, I bet you don't hear stories like that every day. 
No, I don't actually. But um, yeah, no, that's awesome. Now you'll now you'll remember to keep them in your bag or something <laughs> in the field of the store. Yeah, I'll keep them in my search and rescue kit. You know, you never know. Yeah, you never that, know. That's right. So, finally, I want you've bought boots that have been fitted correctly. You've made sure that they're the right, they're the right length, the right width, the right boot for that occasion. And now you've got them home. What's your maintenance program for them? Um, so, we sell at Active cream, which nourishes the leather and, and water stock, which keeps them um, waterproof as well. And it's, the boots are already waterproof, so because they've got that Gore-Tex line. So, one of the first things I would say is throw your old snow seal in the rubbish. Um, yeah. Not only um, us, but lower the brand itself and Gore-Tex as well. There's, there's no need to use um, any form of wax basically on a Gore-Tex line boot because they're already waterproof um, and all you're doing is clogging out the pool. So what's the point so of the, the waterproof spray then? So the waterproof spray will keep the leather from wetting out. Right. Um, you, you've got to think of it like a rain jacket, like what you're wearing on top. You've got your thermal on if it's the middle of winter. You've got your fleece to keep you warm. And then you got your rain jacket to keep the wind and, and the and the and the wind off you. So um, obviously sometimes that that top layer of your rain jacket will get wet, mm-hmm. which can make it feel like your jacket's not working. But it's the it's the waterproof membrane that's on the inside that's actually keeping you um, dry right. and keeping the wind off you. So the leather is is the same thing. So if you think about a solution, you've got your socks to keep your uh, feet padded and protected and nice and warm. Yep. And you've got the, the boot. Obviously, it's uh, typically leather-lined, um, and it's, and it's Gore-Tex-lined as well. So what the water stop does is keeps that... It, it slows the process of the of the leather getting wet. Right. Um, yeah. Mm. And then and the, the, the active cream? The active cream is what keeps the, le- the leather supple. So... Um, basically, the best thing to do is like when I when I get um, new boots or new shoes, I'll always grab the water stop and spray that over the top first. Right. Um, and then when I'm out and about using them, as they get to a certain point, then they're nice and dirty. Then I'll clean those boots. Um, when they're wet, I'll actually spray the water stop in there. So the the, the water stop impregnates the leather. Really? And then, yep. And then I'll put the active cream on, which will when it's still wet. Yeah. And then I'll put them somewhere nice and um, airy. Don't even put your boots by the fire um, <laughs> or or leave them in the back of your, your ute in direct sunlight because four-star on your boots actually really hammers leather. Um doesn't matter whether it's a Tibet at $699 or you know, a $199 pair of boots. If you throw them in front of the fire or you throw them in front of the sun or leave them in your ute, um, they'll 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 blow out pretty quickly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so basically... And so basically, in, in every one of our boxes, so if you ever buy a pair of lovers, you, you'll notice that there's, um, there's a nice little pamphlet of pictures if you don't like reading on how to clean and look after your boots. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, you know, there's more fun things to do in bed. Um, or <laughs> you... <laughs> I've just got this vision of, you know, like, like this, this hunter... Um, he's t- he's yeah. got he's got his sort of glass. He's put his gla- reading glasses on, um, in bed next to next to wifey, uh, reading the lower instructions. Mm. Yeah, 
it's, it's not a beautiful <laughs> image. No. Black singlet and all, yeah? Yeah, maybe read, maybe read that one over a beer when you try and your boots on for the first time at home. Yeah, you might get a little bit more lucky. Um, or and, and there's also just some, you know, there's five kind of key, five kind of key reasons to care for your boots, you know. Um, and mate, if you look after them, it doesn't matter what brand it is, especially if it's the, if it's the top brand, you'll have them for ages. Like we have guys sending boots back to us to get resold. Yeah. Um, which is pretty incredible. And the brand itself is doing something ridiculous number, like 30 pairs a week in the factory in, in Germany. Mm. Mm. That's incredible. Now, I just I want to uh, touch on one final thing before you, I let you get back to your family, and I'm sorry for taking, them away, taking you away from them tonight, but there That's is right. a difference between men and women's boots, isn't there? It's not just style. There's a fundamental difference, particularly in the lower boots, isn't there? Yeah, so I guess the main... There's a couple of sort of main things. All of our boots um, and the women's are all made on a woman's last, which would be the first thing. Um, so we do bring those in in the white as well, but we taper it right back in the heel. Um, obviously, it's our women's feet work. Their heels are... Uh, a little bit smaller in the heel than our uh, grunty paddles. Mm. Um, the other part of that is, is we we look at, and especially one of our main boots called the Moria, which is you know you sort of serious woman tiger, is um, really doesn't what, matter what end of the spectrum you are in, in females, your calves run lower down the leg than guys do. So mm. when females are walking downhill, if you go next time you go into a store, you'll notice that boots have got when you look at the top of it, from the from the shin to to the calf, there's a <coughs> distinct um, <coughs> excuse me cutaway on the boot, so it's got an angle. And the reason for that is, is both for men and women, is when you're walking downhill, the boots aren't banging into the back of your calf. So it's a, it's a comfort thing. Mm. Um, what we're we're sort of taking one step higher in the more in the more and put a comfort cut through there as well. So. Um, <coughs> As the brand's sort of four main pillars of quality, comfort, fit, and innovation, they, they sort of take everything into consideration, and um, that's kind of one of the cool things that they do for females. Yeah, and, and look, I've fitted in, in my day job, I've fitted a number of females into boots that have a, a genuine woman's last, and it's life changing, eh? No more sore knees, no more sore hips, it's um, as well, and the boot is smaller, all the right things, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, good platform for them, you know, which mm. helps them carry their loads. Um, you know, and you add in that extra comfort and, mate, they're away laughing. Mm, absolutely. Now, Cam, thank you again for coming on the show and I want to take this opportunity on behalf of me, really. <laughs> thank you yeah. for your sponsorship. Lowers uh, one definitely one of our favourite sponsors and you do a great job at looking after my feet when I'm in the hills. Hey, mate, no worries. We're always to help out and you know you guys do a great job as well so and it's good long good. may it continue hint hint right yeah <laughs> yeah exactly all right thanks very much and we will touch base how about we touch base again in oh, six or eight months time eh? yeah sounds good and right. mate if anyone's coming on the speaker show feel free to come on and say good day and you know we're going to have the hundred club boys on our stand as well so um feel free to come say hi to us and uh, try on some boots. Yeah, absolutely. Cam is the man when it comes to fitting boots. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. You guys have a good night, eh?
If you're listening to this show in archive, in other words, the Seeker show has been and gone, all the information's relevant for next year. It is going to be at the Great Lakes Centre again, as far as I'm aware, unless you hear different throughout the year. And uh, Cam, I'm sure, will be there next year and his mates from Lower. Another great team that's going to be at the show is the, the guys and girls from NZ Outdoor Hunting Magazine. They will be there with Bells On promoting their magazine, and they're another one of our great sponsors. So pop into their stand and say hi. Um, I'm sure they'll love to hear from you. Guys, be careful out there, and good hunting. Broadcasting from an undisclosed location, from a secret hunting spot known only to him and the guy who told him about it, and possibly the guy who told the guy who told him. It's a show all about hunting in New Zealand and around the globe. This is The Hunting Show. Find The Hunting Show on Facebook and Twitter for up-to-date information on upcoming shows and topics.